Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 10, verses 1 through 12. This is where Jesus sends out the 72. And this text is paralleled in Matthew chapter 9, verses 37 and 38, as well as chapter 10, verses 7 through 16. And the devotions that we did on the text that include the same content in Matthew were episodes 495 and 496, which obviously you can go back and listen to to get a fuller idea of what's going on here. But because Luke puts the words together a little differently, and because there are a couple other details here that aren't in Matthew, we're going to read through this whole text and land on a couple ideas that have popped off the page, in my mind. Chapter 10, verse 1. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. They're kind of like an advance team for Jesus. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on him. But if it is not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. Jesus finishes up by saying, I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. So we're not going to get into that whole thing. You can hear much of what I talked about regarding that content in those episodes 495 and 496 from the book of Matthew's parallel. But where I really want to land is this idea that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. This, of course, is talking about a spiritual harvest. Jesus is saying there are many people out there who are ready to receive Christ, to be part of the kingdom of God, to put their faith and trust in Jesus and be born again. Problem is, there's not a lot of laborers who are going out to share that message and to help facilitate those people coming to faith. In other words, there's great demand for the gospel, but there's not great supply of the gospel by way of people who are equipped and going out to share it with those who would otherwise receive it. Jesus has a two-pronged solution for this problem. And this solution has everything to do with what we're doing with our lives today as much as it did the 72 that he was sending out then. His first solution is pray. Pray to God and ask the Lord of the harvest to send laborers out into his harvest. This is something, friends, that every one of us should be part of. We should be praying that God would raise up people who are equipped and effective, who have a passion and an urgency and an intentionality to go out into the harvest, wherever it is that people are who need to hear the gospel, which is pretty much anywhere in the world, in our neighborhood, at our workplace, around our kitchen table, as well as in China or North Korea or Iran. The second thing Jesus offers as a solution to this approach is to send his disciples out to be part of that harvest. This is also something that every one of us who is a follower of Christ should be part of in some 
some way. It's not enough for us to pray for God to send out those other people over there into the harvest because they're really knowledgeable about the Bible and they are really good at speaking in front of people. But we need to be reflecting on how God has equipped us to be part of the labor force that is going out to his harvest. For every true believer in Christ that there is on this planet, there's a slightly different way that a person can be a laborer in the harvest. This labor force is not one size fits all. The Bible says the body of Christ has many parts. Each part plays a different role and each part is equally important. So if you hear this idea that you, if you're a follower of Christ, should be out as a laborer serving in his harvest and you think, I'm not equipped like that. I haven't been to seminary. I don't have a podcast. I don't preach in front of a congregation. I don't know a ton about the Bible. Those are excuses. And they're not only excuses, but they're insults to God. It's kind of like you're saying to God, I know that you expect every Christian to be part of this labor force going into your harvest, but you can't expect me to do that because you didn't really give me anything effective that's helpful in that effort. See how that's offensive to the Lord? So while you're praying that God raises up laborers to go out into the harvest, you should also, and I should too, pray that the Lord would make it clear to each of us how he wants us to be involved in that. It's going to look very different from person to person to person. What's important is that end objective, regardless of how we do it, is that the truth of Jesus Christ would be made known to a greater degree among the people that God has put us in contact with. And if that's not daunting enough, check out what Jesus says in the next verse. Behold, I'm sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. I think another reason that we don't have a lot of laborers going out in the harvest is because we intuitively know that it's not going to make us the most popular person with everybody. We have this deep desire to be liked, to be accepted, to be thought highly of. And if we go out there talking about Jesus or trying to represent Jesus or the truth of God's word, which is largely viewed unfavorably by a lot of people who are in the world that we interact with, it's going to cost us some likes. Maybe even worse than that. I mean, when Jesus says he's sending them out, maybe even worse than that. I mean, when Jesus says he's sending them out as lambs in the midst of wolves, these lambs get eaten alive, if not for the protection of God over them. And that same protection is available to us. We'll trust him to do his part, and all we can do is the part that he's called us to. So have you ever considered yourself a laborer in God's harvest of souls? Or do you just think that's for pastors and preachers and seminary graduates and people who are really good at talking to others and know a lot about the Bible? If you haven't viewed yourself as a laborer, it's time to change your thinking and start viewing yourself that way. And on the heels of that, ask the Lord of the harvest to make it clear to you how he wants to send you out to do his work. It sounds threatening and intimidating when we read it and talk about it like this. I'm telling you what, there's no more fulfilling, gratifying way to live. It's what we were designed to do. And you will be amazed at what the Lord does when you make yourself available and submit to his authority and obey his call. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to share shape our lives.
the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.